0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the Vampire, and the Ballerina. Bloodlusting fiend who preys on girls. Vampire queen who feeds on lifeblood of men. Manja! Welcome to Slaughterhouse, Princess. I'm Chris,
1: and you could probably guess for the opening that I'm Troy, and we have no Brett.
0: Nope, we're Brett-free.
1: Well, I have some Brett in a keg in my basement. Gross, but but beer doesn't really talk too much. I I like that Brett better.
0: That's fair.
1: Yeah, but no, he uh, he called an audible and said, "I'm out." Yeah. Which means Chris does not have any chicken to eat.
0: I'm chicken free.
1: Yep. But you're not blood free.
0: Nope, I got plenty of that.
1: You're a walking blood bag wrapped around a skeleton.
0: And and we watched this movie.
1: <laughs> uh the ballerina and the vampire from Italy in 1962, 67, something like that. 62 I think 62 isn't black and white which I guess for the 60s I didn't expect
0: yeah it's weird because the the opening is like the MGM lion is all colorized
1: yeah but the movie itself isn't black and white which I thought yeah I mean I'm I'm all for black and white I kind of dig the make I kind of like I dig the way black black and white looks like and like the makeup that everyone wears that makes them look very like you know the pancake makeup and stuff I actually kind of like that look in a movie but I may be weird that way
0: you're weird and that way at least
1: and one of many so so how does this movie start Chris
0: uh, uh starts at the beginning like in they,
1: the cow cave
0: yeah. And, uh, which,
1: which isn't that unusual. Um, a lot, at least, uh, like in mountainous areas, oftentimes like the the houses will be built in such a way that like the 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 stable or the the basically where they keep the animals was underneath the house, and it was kind of looked like a cave. I've seen that in Greece before. I see. But in, but, the, but this was Italy, and there was a cow cave with. Brigitte
0: Nielsen. So anyway, we start off and uh, it's nighttime. Yes. And some girl is getting some questionable looking water out of the yeah. waterway.
1: Brigitte Nielsen goes to the local river and which has the milkiest water I've ever seen in a river. Like it just looked like it just was flowing like right out of Yellowstone or something. I don't know. But I was like. This is black and white, and that water is white? Water water shouldn't be white. <laughs> it looks milky.
0: And, uh, there's some sort of whistle monster floating around.
1: Yeah, so she's walking back with this bucket full of water, and is acting like she has no idea where the fuck she's going. <laughs> she's just like, do I go this way? Or that way? And then, meanwhile, like something's whistling at her occasionally. and Not like a wolf whistle, it's just Like a whistle.
0: Yeah. And uh, she gets attacked by a vampire. I assume it's a vampire at this point because it's got a cape.
1: Yeah, it's got like a big capy cloak and like uh, a bunch of bushy hair on top. And then uh,
0: everybody comes running out of the cow cave. And they're like, oh, man, it got got vampired or something.
1: No, oh, it's another one. This is like the third woman this year. So they And uh, then so they take her to a place. So they they start carrying her and this dude shows up in a big black cloak who is the professor. But he's kind of like a professor/ slash, like feudal landlord.
0: Yeah, he's a like, professor of owning a bunch of property and having servants.
1: Yeah, like these people are just kind of like I don't know if they're um oh what's what's that term when you uh you farm the land for someone but and you keep like a percentage of what you grow but they get the rest
0: Sharecropper?
1: Yes. They're kind of sharecropping, I feel like. And he is the professor of sharecropping.
0: And so they uh they take her there and he's all like uh he's called the doctor guy the town doctor, and he shows up, and he's like, "Not nah, cool, bye.
1: Oh, yeah, she's she definitely was not attacked by a vampire, but she has anemia and these two marks on her neck. Just yeah. give her some booze, and she'll be fine. I noticed that in these movies we've been watching, uh, in Italy, the cure for everything is alcohol.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it don't hurt, I guess.
1: I guess, but I'm like, man, if that's the case... I'm super healthy when I do this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've subscribed to the Italian medicine philosophy for a long time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then, so it's the professor, doc, the professor guy and his harem of chicks <laughs> that we uh, were like, all of a sudden like all these like 20 something girls just come like pouring out of this doorway. And you're like, why, why does this old dude just have like, 12, 20 year old girls living in his house with him. This is weird.
0: And they're all in, uh, I guess skimpy adjacent nightgowns for the sixties.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's one shot, which is really gratuitous where they're shooting from like behind the girls into the study where Brigitte Nielsen is. And like, they're all like standing in a way that their shirts that they're wearing come up above where their their uh their panties are. And uh I'm like, oh great, like this shot is solely there so you can see like the backs of women in underwear. Thanks, movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was you're like, ugh, you feel kind of just like gross watching that because you're like ugh and then uh, and then we find out that actually they're a dance troupe that yeah. has been invited there to practice by the professor's nephew son
0: grandson I think
1: grandson the professor's grandson and uh, and uh, but he's not there yet but the dude that is there is super, like, stereotypical Italian looking with, like, the pencil mustache and later on has the most fabulous shirt.
0: Yeah. There are some <laughs> fabulous costume choices.
1: Yeah. And uh, apparently he's dating one of the girls there, uh, but he's also their dance coach in Yeah. St- instructor manager guy who plays the piano and does stuff Mm -hmm. basically they dance and he does everything else
0: yeah and uh
1: he might also be choreographer as well
0: so uh the next the next day they'll gather around the professor because he's gonna tell them a little story about
1: vampires but he stresses that this is only a story and they should not take any of this seriously because that's just a bunch of nonsense.
0: Yeah, vampires. He's a professor of science, not a professor of vampires.
1: And he proceeds to tell them that vampires are repelled by crosses and they die in sunlight mm-hmm. and other vampire things.
0: Yeah, you stick them with the pointy stick.
1: Oh, yeah. You, to, you, you stake them in the heart and they die. So, basically, he gives us all the vampire lore we all already know. Like, there was no new information in that at all. No. I think the closest we got was the fact that they kind of dust, like, Buffy vampires in the sunlight.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we're treated to a, a dance sequence in which they show us their, quote, ballet, end quote, dance
1: yeah, so it starts out kind of balletish, you know, girls, like, spinning and whatnot, and then it just becomes, like, a weird, like, dance. Like, almost like, like a cabaret number. Like, I wouldn't say burlesque, because, like, all the clothes stayed on, but it kind of got, like, cabaret-ish. I yeah. feel like it's the best, best description of that. And we were like, I thought this was, like, Ballet I'm really it's like jazz ballet. I'm very confused as to what's going on here and
0: they uh they all do their their little dance number, which um is the thing that happened
1: yep they do a little dance, but they do not make a little love
0: no, only the dance
1: yep they may get down that night though I'm not sure
0: and as they're uh dancing old uh what's his head shows up the blonde guy uh Mario. So he shows up and turns out that he's the grandson of the professor and is also dating one of the the ballerinas.
1: Francesca.
0: And they decide that they're going to go have themselves a picnic or what appears to actually be everybody wearing dresses and kicking around in the creek.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, they didn't put on even, like like, bathing suits or bathing costumes or anything like that they were just like in what could have been handmade clothes but yeah like they're just like kind of just well luigi you know the 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 choreographer director pianist guy
0: i see what you're doing
1: yeah he uh he was like kind of like he was actually like in like shorts looked like maybe he was in trunks but like all the women are just in like dresses like normal like casual everyday dresses and you're like that seems like a weird choice to go to the river in but especially when like most of the movie they're like in leotards and fishnets so it's not like they'd be like "Ooh, it's all scandalous if we're in something form fitting so I don't know, it was weird a weird choice to me but uh, you gotta
0: dress up when you're going to the river
1: gotta- I guess But yeah, they kind of just prance around in the creek a little bit. And then uh, we have the cave. Yep. And in the cave,
0: Mario and Francesca are uh, hanging out. And Mario's like, hey, I'm totally into you and junk. Let's like get married or whatever. And Francesca is so excited. She runs out and gets her buddy, the other one. Yep. Future bitch face. And she's like, "Hey, come on, we gotta get run off into the woods so I can tell you how I'm gonna get married, but don't tell anybody." Also, we're lost now, I guess, and it's gonna rain or something.
1: Yeah, but luckily Mario shows up to the rescue. But and he's still it's still gonna rain. And apparently, uh, if you if it rains in the forest, you you just die.
0: Yeah, there's no no
1: other option. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's the worst possible thing imaginable is to be in a forest when it's raining.
0: And while uh, Mario's off at the Mushroom Kingdom or whatever the hell, <laughs> they see a funeral procession of girl what got bit earlier. Yeah. But she's still alive and making faces through the coffin window like you
1: do. Yeah. yeah why, one, why was there a window in the coffin? Like, is that a thing? Most coffins I've seen, it's just... It's a big box of wood.
0: That was a thing in the olden times of nineteen sixties. Okay. That was
1: That's just it. So you That's can still it. see
0: it without it being open.
1: Yeah. I guess. And yeah, but whenever when I would look at her, she would close her eyes because she didn't I guess want people to know that she was she wanted to be buried alive, I guess.
0: Yeah, until they put her in the ground and then she just was like looking at everybody, but nobody saw it, even though yeah. they were all looking at it.
1: It was it was weird. Like she didn't even be like, "Hey guys, knock knock knock. Um, knock. I'm 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 here. Can can we get me out of this?" Nope. She just just got buried. She was fine with that.
0: Yep. So then we cut back to Mario and the, uh, his lady friends, and they're like, "Oh, it's gonna rain, and we walked the wrong way for some reason. So now we have to go to the, this castle."
1: Well, yeah, because yeah. I at least. Him getting lost kind of made sense because he hadn't been back in a while, and they kind of they took the wrong path or whatever. But yeah, so they're like, "Oh, well, there's this castle nearby that's abandoned. We can just go in there while it rains, so that we all don't die of forest rain."
0: So they head off to the castle, and they're hanging out in the abandoned, well lit castle. Yep. And it turns out it's not as abandoned as they originally thought.
1: Nope. There's a countess there.
0: Yeah, and she is passively, aggressively polite about the whole thing, I guess.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm not judging you, but I don't like this modern lifestyle. I like things back the way they used to be. Back in her day, she
0: says. Yep. So she uh, invites them all up for a spot of tea.
1: Yep. And they then as almost as soon as the tea was poured, uh, her man serpent Liberace shows up and says you're needed elsewhere. And she's like, oh, please forgive me and leaves with him.
0: So uh, right, right when they leave the uh, the one girl, not Francesca, but the other one
1: she, future bitch face.
0: She heads off to nose around the joint with a candelabra and heads to the Dining room adjacent costume closet.
1: Yeah, the cloak room, I guess. But yeah, it's like full of like various dresses, and she's like, "Oh, this one is so nice," and "Oh, this one is so nice," and and then ah, she, when some some cloaked crusader takes her out.
0: Yep, and gives her the old bite job.
1: Yep, right on the neck.
0: And uh, that freaks out Mario and Francesca. And the Countess shows up and she's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on, man? And they're like, we heard her screaming. And she's like, yeah, she got lost or whatever. This this castle's a real shithole and it's hard to find your way around it.
1: Yeah, it's it's built like a maze on purpose, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, to
0: ward off evil spirits or whatever, like the Winchester House.
1: Or, you know, to keep people who are trying to capture your castle from being able to figure out where you are so they can't attack you and kill you.
0: Like the Winchester House.
1: Yes, I prefer the Winchester uh, Dodge though.
0: So she, uh, her, her, um, what's her? What are we calling her? Future bitch face. So future bitch face shows back up, and she's like, "Hey, yeah, the thing she said—that's what happened. Totally, I'm not like a uh, thrall of a vampire now or anything."
1: No, not at all. Even though we were told earlier by uh, Professor Dude that uh, when you're bit by when a woman is bit by a vampire. She then craves the vampire from then on. And, will basically she becomes like a vampire slut. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so they're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thanks for the tea. And the Countess gets old Mario aside for a second. He's She's like, hey, uh, you want to come back later? Maybe hit this? I mean, that'd be cool. That's the thing yep. you want to do later.
1: Because your your princess is in this castle and needs to be rescued.
0: Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I just proposed to a girl six fucking hours ago, but sure.
1: I'll yeah, do that. I'll hit that. Yeah.
0: So they yeah, head so home.
1: He, he's a fine, upstanding young man.
0: He is. And so they head back to their, um, I don't know, where the hell they live, some sort of weird dance professor in commune. The estate and uh, everybody goes to bed and old uh, something something bitch face
1: future. Well, now, now she's current bitch face. So,
0: current bitch face yeah. is uh, getting super aroused by the bite wound on her neck and uh, puts on her nightgown and is seductively writhing,
1: yeah yeah basically, she's um, doing like the the beautiful agony thing, yeah, you know, like she's she's getting off on rubbing her body because she was bitten by a vampire. Only everything's above the waist. it's and, just it's just weird, yeah
0: <laughs> it's yeah, it's so tame by today's standards. It's hard to tell what they're trying to get across.
1: Yeah, you're like, is she just... So is she just aroused and is, like, the equivalent of pleasuring herself? Or, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It was weird. But, yeah, so anyway, uh, weird. So we finally get a look at the vampire now. And he's basically got, like, it looks like he's wearing a leather face mask. It literally looks like he's wearing someone else's face on top of his face. And I was like, oh, so he's doing that to conceal his identity because it, we must know who the... We must have already seen who this vampire is. I bet it's, like, the professor or something. But no, it turns out that uh, when he feeds from young women, he just looks younger. Like, his hands get less knobby. And we don't see what he turns into, but we do see that he got younger.
0: Yep. And so uh, he gets his, his youth blood and then runs off. But old Francesca sees him run off out of another window, and now she's all like, "Hmm, something's afoot."
1: Yes, and and then she goes out the garden, and then the professor shows up, and she's like, "There's some in the garden." And she's he's like, "Yeah, I'm here. You can see me." <laughs> and and she's like, "No, it's someone else." And he's like, "I didn't see anyone else. It was I was just here. Like, there's nothing weird going on. Stop being a crazy female."
0: And meanwhile, Mario is taken to go meet the uh, Countess. Yep. And uh, the Countess is like, hey, uh, funny story. I've been trapped here for like a really long time. The the Herman, Herman the Liberace, he's, yep. he's really the evil master. And he keeps me trapped here. So I need you to kill him. And he's all like, yeah, cool, whatever. I'll murder the hell out of this dude. And then he shows up. And he's like, oh, no, I'll just leave instead, I think. That's probably... No, she's
1: she's like, no, 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 no. He looks he looks handsome now, so don't kill him right now, I guess. I think maybe she could tell that he was full up on human blood, so, like, you know, he's probably more powerful at that point. So she's like, no, no, no. no. Gotta catch him when he's weak.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, at some point, he murdered the girl in the coffin, so she wouldn't, I don't know... Ruin
1: his world.
0: Yeah, I guess there can
1: be only two. Is the term that he uses. I'll discuss that later. Since Chris does not agree with my interpretation.
0: So, uh... Old Mario's like, okay, cool, whatever. I'm gonna fuck off. So he fucks off. And then, um... The Countess takes Liberace's youth blood and makes him back into the gross monster.
1: Yeah, and he laughs about it. I'm not sure. The dynamic between these two is incomprehensible to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're somehow in leagues with one another and he's the boss, but also is subservient to her, but she is also subservient to him.
1: Yeah, it's it's some weird vampire codependent relationship that I don't fucking understand.
0: So that happens. Then yep. we go back to the the castle or the, the compound, estate. the estate, whatever. You can tell I was invested in this movie.
1: Yes. And then, so they were talking about vampires. So Luigi's like, you know what we should do is we should do like a dance number about vampires, but we don't have one prepared. So I, but I have a song I think will be work fantastic for this. So what we should, what you should do is just improvise and just move however that you feel you should move to the music. And I'm gonna play this song. So let's go. And so he starts playing his piano. And then the the saxophone and the trumpets kick in at some point because his piano is magical. I don't know. And the the dance number starts out very like everyone kind of moving, doing their own thing. And then somehow they all end up just doing one united dance number by the end.
0: Yeah, they're and, so it, good at ballet. That they uh they all just instinctively know how to do this wildly choreographed dance number independently yep. of each other,
1: and then at the end, uh, current bitch face starts doing her trick of uh what kind of like whatever they back they're they're not back bends they're walkovers I guess like walkovers in place like just rapidly in one place she does a bunch of them and then collapses.
0: Yeah, and since we're in Italy, they give her some booze afterwards. They're like, ah, she just fell over or whatever. She just needs some more booze. Yep. (laughs) She
1: passed out. Give her some booze.
0: And she's all like, no, no, I'm fine. I always pass out after I spin around for six minutes (laughs) or so straight. Which is reasonable, (laughs) I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, oh, hell, I don't know. Something happened.
1: Well... Yeah, so her, uh, so current bitch face and Francesca kind of start like frenemying each other, and uh, they're kind of fighting, and uh, and that night when current oh, and so current bitch face is like, I call her current bitch face because like she starts like telling lies about Francesca, but she like the term lying eyes is made physical in her face when she does it. Like you could, her eyes are just like, she's giving like this squinty, like I am so fucking clever. Look with her eyes when she's doing it. And you're like, anyone who's looked at your face knows you're lying because you're like, ha ha ha. I'm so cleverly lying with my face. (laughs) And And, uh, uh, yeah, so that's why I call her uh current bitch face.
0: So she's uh. She's trying to convince old uh, Francesca that everything's cool, and Francesca's like, nah, something's up. This is all super weird.
1: Yeah, because Bitchface is like, it's lit, fam, and Francesca's like, nah, bruh. That's,
0: that, that's so bad that that's a thing that two of us <laughs> have latched onto.
1: <laughs> I'm just doing it because Brett's not here. I had to bring a little bit of bread into the podcast.
0: Yeah, that's that's unfortunate.
1: Yep. Yeah, so anyway, so it's like nighttime, and uh, Liberace shows up outside uh, Current Bitch Face's window and telepathies to her that she should tell Francesca that her fiance is going to go have a rendezvous with the Countess because that Francesca bitch is really jealous and she'll totally fall for this shit. Oh, skip
0: the whole part what part the riveting chase scene
1: oh yeah we did didn't we yeah, so, yeah. which is
0: weird because it's like 27 minutes of the
1: movie booty loop, booty loop, booty loop. okay so yeah so they're trying to be nice to each other and so current then current bitch face is like i'm gonna go back to that castle because the castle's cool and then Francesca's like i'm gonna follow her because something's wrong and Chris can tell the story because I don't even remember the chase. Oh, there's the the jazz music playing over the chase is very appropriate.
0: Oh, yeah, it's totally because it's it's so fast-paced and interesting.
1: So yeah, uh, the, It was nice that they walked without rhythm so they didn't attract any worms. And they also matched the syncopation of the jazz. So basically,
0: old uh, current bitch face is walking off through the woods and Francesca follows her, but then she realizes she's being followed. So she hides and Francesca ends up all by herself in the castle. And we're treated to uh several scenes of her going through a door and then it shuts. And then she yep. looks sad. And then she goes through a door and it shuts. And then she looks sad.
1: Well, she cries for help because there's no doorknob on her side, so she can't open the door from the inside. And so she yells, Ayuda which is italian for help but it's very inefficient cuz it takes 3 syllables instead of 1
0: and she uh she ends up in the basement mausoleum crypt thing and gets to see the uh the vampire come out
1: and he yeah, tries it to kinda, it was, that was kind of cool though watching like the the top of the sarcophagus kind of just slide off like with a nice grindy noise and then Leatherface rises Leatherface Liberace light rises up.
0: And he, uh, he goes to get himself a, a bite. But she yeah. has a cross on, so he can't.
1: Nope, because the vampires are repelled by the crosses, and she had t- nestled it into her cleavage as we had seen. Had a nice, tight focus on a couple of times. I'm sure it was just to show us the cross and not her cleavage.
0: Yeah, it was, it's art, man. It's for art. Yeah. So she uh, manages to escape, and uh, Leatherface Liberace gets old uh, Countess up, and he's like, hey, hey, you got to give me a hand here. Things are going bad. We've done this for 400 years, but somehow or another, these three chuckle fucks are going to ruin this whole thing. (laughs) And the Countess is all like, I don't like you, but okay, because I love you, but I don't like you at all. So uh, then we get to the scene where they're in the the bedroom and they show up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then so Leatherface Liberace is like telepathine to bitchface that, hey, tell Francesca that Mario's stepping out on her because she'll totally believe you because she's a jealous bitch and we'll lure her into the woods and we'll take care of her and you can be with me forever and blah, blah, blah. And then... Bitchface, Sister Francesca. Mario's stepping out on you with the Countess in the woods. Don't ask me how I know.
0: Yeah, she literally says that.
1: Yes. Don't ask me how I know. Which, as everyone with a brain knows, if someone says, Don't ask me how you know, your first question should be, How do you know?
0: Yeah. That, by default, that should just be, What happens next? Yeah. But not Francesca. She's like, no, okay, that that totally makes sense.
1: Yep. I've already mentioned earlier that I thought my boyfriend had, like, hooked up with other chicks earlier. So.
0: So off they go, and she uh, finds the Countess, and she's like, hey, are you fucking around with Mario? And she's like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Also, we're here to vampire you. And old uh, Leatherface Liberace.
1: (laughs) Which is my favorite name, by the way, now.
0: That is pretty good. (laughs) She's like... uh,
1: He's hiding. He, he, He lunges out of the stagecoach at her. And she flails around and manages to escape his grasp and stumble away. And Chris has issues with this because... Oh, because she's still
0: got the cross, but the cross doesn't bug him anymore. I guess because he didn't see it. I don't know.
1: I think that's what it was. I think she was just flaying around so much that the cross was just whipping around. and He didn't like it didn't catch his attention to scare him.
0: So they don't actually do anything. They're just scared of them. Mm-hmm.
1: That's They're d- repelled. That's
0: dumb. Anyway. So
1: then uh, it, gets, it gets dumber later.
0: It does. So then she uh, she outruns a horse drawn carriage, and because she's
1: cause she's fast as fuck.
0: Yeah, she can run down a dirt road in high heels faster than a horse drawn carriage. Apparently, yep. And I don't know, she like hides in the bushes or something, and then they just take a uh, current bitch face back with them, and a uh, old uh, leather face Liberace. Locks her up in the basement in shackles and he's like, ha ha, I'm the best of vampires. You're just going to be my food source, I guess.
1: For one more time, because now I'm going to feed on you and you're going to die. And meanwhile, Francesca runs back to the manor and convinces Mario and Luigi to go, uh, go back to the castle.
0: Yeah, you know, to save old What's-Her-Head.
1: Princess Peach
0: and they're like, oh, all of this seems reasonable all of a sudden, when before we told you to shut up. Yep. And so they,
1: I'm, as they get there, uh, current bitch face stumbles out of the castle and dies.
0: Yeah. But not where they can see her.
1: Right. And so... I forget how this goes exactly, Chris. You may need to actually tell the audience.
0: So the Countess shows up, And Mario and Luigi are like, hey, hey, look, we know she's here. And Countess is like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? I don't know nothing about any of this stuff. And just as she's uh, proclaiming innocence, old uh, Leatherface Liberace, now youthful and full of vigor due to his feeding, is like, uh, hey, guys, don't worry. I saw some kind of corpse lady outside. It's totally cool. We're all good here, right? And they're like, oh, outside's where the corpse is. Okay, our bad. So they go check it out, and sure enough, she's dead as hell. Uh, Luigi gets a little grope on the way out. I don't know why. That was weird. (laughs) I missed
1: that. I'm
0: glad. And uh, they head back in, and they're like, All right, so she's dead outside. That actually, now that we think about it, doesn't make sense as to why you wouldn't be directly involved, seeing as how she's outside. And old uh, Leatherface Liberace tries to hit him with the old cut-down-the-chandelier bit.
1: Yeah, he literally saws through a rope with a knife to drop a chandelier on them. <laughs> uh, which is awesome and horrible all at the same time.
0: And uh, it doesn't work. And <clears throat> they, they scramble off into the depths of the uh, castle. And uh, Mario and Luigi are like, what we need are makeshift crosses. That That's going to fix this.
1: Yeah, here, you take this candlestick and this sword and I'll take this candlestick and this candlestick and we can put them at 90 degree perpendicular to each other and make crosses.
0: Yeah. So uh, they chase chase after him. Leatherface Liberace throws object down the stairs at him.
1: And they scare him a couple times with the crosses.
0: Yeah. And they're uh, they're going up to the top floor, and they head outside. But the sun's coming up, which is bad yeah. news.
1: Yeah, like basically, Leatherface Liberace pulls like a uh, a final girl maneuver and runs up the stairs while being chased instead of out of the house.
0: And uh, now they're caught between makeshift crosses and the sun. So uh, that somehow or another, Luigi's. Fighting with him, and he's got a big stick that pulls a shitty wall down. It's it's confusing. Well, no, no,
1: it's not a big stick. He like kicks through this like shitty wall, and to drop the wall on Luigi, and it's I don't know. It's weird. It's pointless, but w- funny because like they're just a shitty prop wall. They try to drop on someone. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it was about the time that the prop wall started going down, where I had a realization that oh shit. This is the uh, this is the climax. This is the yeah. Oh shit! Yeah,
1: it's like it, it's like the the, the part in the towards the end of Conan the Destroyer when Wilt Chamberlain like kicks through a stone wall to, to get to escape from where he dropped uh, a tunnel down on Conan so he can escape with uh, Olivia Dabo and take her back to the city. Topical. To be sac- yeah, to be sacrificed. I may have just watched Conan the Destroyer before watching this movie, as an aside.
0: So they uh they chase him out onto the castle roof, and then the sun comes up, and uh, the Countess is like, hey, hey, buddy, remember how we were gonna do it and stuff? You should totally save me. And, uh, <laughs> Leatherface Liberace is like, don't listen to her. Her words are lies. She's poisoned. She'll Turned your wiener into mush or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's the one in charge, not me. And she's like, uh-uh, he's the one in charge, not me. And he's like, uh-uh. And then they turn to dust.
0: Yeah, it is totally like two eight-year-old kids got caught stealing cookies. They're like, no uh because Billy said we should. Uh-uh, Tyler said we should do it. <laughs> and then they turn to dust. And then... They're like, hey, maybe, uh, maybe that fixed the old, uh, current bitch face.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure since, since she was dead, but the vampires died, she now magically comes back to life. That's how it works, right?
0: I don't know, Cause it's over now. I have no idea why the hell that was the last thing they said in the movie, but that's what they said.
1: Yep. The, uh, fiend. Fine. So Chris, what did you think of the movie?
0: I did not care for the movie. It is, um... It is weirdly paced. It is incredibly slow. The The high points of the movie are the weird dance numbers, which says <laughs> something about a movie that's supposed to be a horror movie. Yeah. And it's... I mean, I'll cut them a little slack because it's like the, the early 60s, so I'm not expecting the world's greatest insert anything about a movie. But it just... It's so slow. It doesn't really seem to have a point. By the time you realize you're watching the climactic final battle, you almost feel bad that that's what they decided to end it on. And... The how in the hell these guys did this shit for hundreds of years is a mystery to me because they were some real Keystone Cop-ass vampires. Like, <laughs> I, I I don't know.
1: They've I, never dealt with a ballerina before, Chris.
0: I guess not. They picked on the wrong jazz dance troupe this time. <laughs> and Nobody's particularly likable. I think the only person you're supposed to even care about is... uh. Francesca, but like her, her fiance is a jerk ass. He totally is like gaslighting her the whole time Cause he knows damn good and well that the Countess is some kind of monster. He's gonna have sex with. Yeah. The uh, I don't know. It's just not great. I'd say I'd say strong pass on this one, which is um uh, probably pretty evident because it's not the easiest thing to find. The only place I could even find it was. On Amazon, and it costs five goddamn dollars.
1: <laughs> so you're going to say, uh, hell no, nah, bro!"
0: I will not say that, but I agree with the spirit of that statement. <laughs> Mr. Troy,
1: thoughts? Um, oh, so things I liked about this movie were, I always like when people lean into the metaphors for their monsters, and they lean in pretty hard with this. Because, you know, it's like, oh, when the dude penetrates the girl's neck, all of a sudden she starts craving him. And, like, you know, it's a very obvious metaphor for sex. And then when uh, Brigitte Nielsen dies and comes back to life and he kills her so that she can't ruin his world. I I personally am pretty sure that that's supposed to be a metaphor for uh, an abortion. Because he didn't, you know, basically he had created a child and he did not want that child. So he killed it. Um, Yeah, so that's, I I always enjoy when movies do that. That's kind of why I like Aronofsky, because he's really heavy handed with his uh, metaphors. And I'm fine with that. I like to be clubbed over the head occasionally, apparently. Uh, What I didn't like about this movie was basically everything else. <laughs> as Chris said, this movie is slow. I may have done that as good as Brett. We'll find out, Christian. Christian, let me know if that was as good as Brett's. And uh, so, anyway, yeah, this movie is slow. It's very slow. Uh, the The dance numbers were weird but kind of fun. Uh, I got to make a nice pun about a night owl <laughs> because there was an owl in armor. I uh, just fluttered around some armor. Uh, so that was fun, but completely unrelated to the, mode of the movie for most people. Other than that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love a good vampire movie. I'm a huge like, nerd for that kind of stuff. And this didn't really do it for me too much. Could have used more Udo Kier puking. That would have been more fun. Um, yeah, I, I will also say, unless you're a big fan of like, black and white movies and like 1940s 1950s movies this is what it was shot in the 60s but it is a 1940s 1950s movie if you like a 1940s black and white movie you might actually enjoy this because it's kind of what the spirit of this movie is it is not what i would think of as a 60s movie most of the time um so generally i'm gonna say skip it i don't think there's any reason to watch it unless you're a big fan of like 1940s black-white movies, and then maybe you'll like it and give it a shot. What do you watch next week, Chris? Next week,
0: we're going to watch The Ballerina. It's from 2017, I think.
1: And from the description of the movie, I'm not sure it actually has anything to do with baller- ballerinas, but it has ballerina in the name. Yeah, well,
0: when hastily producing a uh, theme month out, out of thin air, sometimes you take what you can get.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, it's, I don't know why we didn't notice beforehand that when you follow uh, Suspiria with Black Swan, you've got a strong ballet theme going, but we, we did that and decided to just lean into it, and there's not a lot of ballerina-themed, ballet-themed horror movies out there, and so we are scraping the bottoms of all the burials that we can find.
0: Mistakes were made.
1: Yeah, well, that's generally the story of this podcast, Chris. Yes,
0: Slaughterhouse Princess, colon, mistakes were made. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I may or may not be here for that episode. I hope I am, but if I'm not, I won't be.
0: So what if other people want to point out the mistakes we've made, Troy? How would they do that?
1: Well, they could call 911, or they could go to the Facebooks, where we are Slaughterhouse Princess, and uh, we tend to post there weekly. And they could go to SlaughterhousePrincess.com. They could go to uh, our – send us an email at – what is it? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, what is uh, it? At gmail.com.
1: Yeah, this was uh, <laughs> SHP Podcast?
0: Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast.
1: Oh, yes, because Chris couldn't come up with any more letters to put into the email name. It the is Slaughterhouse Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. So and once your carpal tunnel clears up, you can type the rest of the message. And uh you can also tweet us at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess, because they have a fucking limit on things. So Chris couldn't put Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast as our Twitter handle. Thank God. And uh let's see what else we got. We we you can find us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, uh Podbean, where we're generally based, and unless Chris has rebroken things, you can uh, go to our store at store.slaughterhouseprincess.com, where you can buy fun merchandise like seven foot by eight foot tapestries of our logo, or prints, or mugs, or stickers. And you could also go to our Patreon at patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com and give us money that way. And I'm sure there's some other bullshit that I don't remember. Fair enough.
0: That That's solid. That's Brett level.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a low bar, but I, I think I cleared it with a, a slight bit of space in between me and the bar.
0: You did. So uh, show up next time for The Ballerina, whatever the hell that's about. Ballerinas, yeah, and, I guess.
1: And while other movies are... Other I'm sorry other podcasts are thinking about movies we we will be drinking about movies bye you've gotten really weird sounding do i sound weird no okay you are like lower pitched and crackly it's kind of creepy i should say something creepy just in case (laughs) okay go ahead something creepy